Well, hello. Oh, he started already. Um, oh, wait a minute. No, he's still going from last week. This oh, isn't a new one. Oh, man. You guys, did we ever end? I'm still like... What is my, Freebird? My mouth's getting is, tired over here. It is the Freebird solo, so I think you have another couple of weeks. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's going to be rough. Well, I, I wonder um, what happened if you... I've thought about this because we're going to have to play Freebird on New Year's. So what if we make it 45... We make it an entire set of guitar solos. And then that way, next time we play this bar, no one will ever ask for it again. Firstly, Bri, you forgot that we are, in fact, travelers through time. And Happy New Year. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I said, Freebird I, I played on this, New Year's Eve, right? I, I played this on New Year's, and it was amazing. I just set my looper up, and I went to use the restroom, had, went outside, had a smoke, went to the gas station to get a sandwich. Was Bathroom back. Blake in there when you went into the... Uh, <laughs> Well, only the Patreon Patreon people get that. Or Samurai. Yeah, yeah you got to be a member of Patreon to get those kind of... You know, that's that's where the cool people hang out. That's Patreon. right. It's a very advanced humor that we have. Hold on, wait. The cool people hang out in the bathroom. Bri, yeah. I've got news to break to you, my friend. No. Well, in, in high school, that's where the cool kids, they were in there smoking, you know? Playing Freebird S- solos. Smoking is not solos. cool. Well, I mean... No, it is not. Smoking in the boys' room. Whatever that song classic. Was. Mm-hmm. Whatever that song was. Yeah. Bite your tongue. That's a classic song. How, what bite, do you mean whatever it, that? That's whatever. like saying, uh, you know, it's like Pride and Joy or something. So I, I forget what the song's called. Something I don't like even know what Pride and Joy is. What are you talking about? And this has been the Chasing Tone Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I mean, a better example, if you're really trying to put the screws to me, it would have been like, oh, it's called like Eruption or something. I don't even know. Some old song. Yeah. That would have really, I would have understood. But Pride and Joy means, I don't know, is that a Jane Austen novel? What is that? It's one of the better novels, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Huh. Huh. I need a laser sound so I can <laughs> shoot blank. The sound of instant disintegration. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Blake! I, you got to be teasing me. You got to know Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff, no? Not really. I know the what? like real. No, I mean, it's great, but I don't care. What? Bite your tongue, Mister Wyland. Well, no, New Year's resolution like, for you should be to get more familiar. There's definitely I don't something want to. to what? I don't want to. I've heard Why? enough. I've heard enough. It's great, but it's not my oh, thing. I think we're we're on a, a losing wicket already. Well, this first of year. all, he's wow. playing a Stratocaster. That's his first problem. Oh, Whoa, well, hold on. What? Second, hold on, hold second on. of all, he's playing multiple tube screamers. That's another big no-no. That is a no-no. I mean, what in the world is my ears are burning right yeah. now? Yeah, this is this is just yeah. I, it's, okay, it's I'm going like, to call you no. on the Stratocaster because I saw a Stratocaster last week. That if you do not wish to purchase, then you are not the Blake Wyland I know. Okay, that's fair. There's a few strats I like, but in general, they don't do anything. This was a stained glass Stratocaster. So it was made out of, like, clear acrylic, but they'd done a stained glass effect for it. I forget which artist it was for. It It was for her. For who? Her. Him? No, her. Who's that? It's an artist named Her. Where? I don't think that's her real name, but she goes by her. And it's like, always very confusing to try to talk I'm about. I'm going to say, that's 
that's going to be. Um, I'm, I'm sure they won't really rely on Google searching and searching through iTunes to find their music. But that is not going to be a good way to get your music promoted on iTunes. <laughs> Give your name, you know, a basic pronoun that appears in everybody's bio, most likely. Who's female? Yeah, but she's pretty cool. Anyway, but that you strap saw the was, strap. Was, the strap was pretty cool. Again, it would have been cooler if it was shaped like a Les Paul. But uh, you know, that's just me. A strap. How about? A Les Paul, but with a Strat inside it. And it's acrylic, so you can see the Strat inside the Les Paul. Well, why would you ruin a good Les Paul like that? I think we're going to have to come to blows over this very shortly. I think so. <laughs> and this is going to to get in a wrestling match or something. What's happened to you over New Year, Blake? You've turned into the grumpiest man next to Brian. I've never really cared about strats. That's been very public. I just did the Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year, and they kept trying to put two strats into the Gear of the Year, and I I would not stand for it. Which two? The John Mayer uh, PRS SE Silver Sky. Well, that's not a strat, so that doesn't count. It is a strat. It no, is. No, it's a strat copy. Next. It's a strat. Moving. No, and it's the, not. Is it made by Fender? No. Move along. Yeah, it's a strat. Anyway, I'll tell you what, that, that Brit Mason Telly I have, it because it has that middle uh, pickup, and you can do the strat thing with it, it does pretty good strat sounds. I use that. I've been using that quite a bit. So, this is the other controversial thing I have to say about strats is the best position on a strat is the middle position. And most people disagree with me on that, too. No, you're wrong. No, yeah, it is. Definitely no, it's the best. Yeah. It's wrong. the best position. Two, the four, bridge, five. The bridge is like, hey, I'm an, I'm an ice pick. And then the neck is kind of like, well, I don't really care about what I'm doing right now. <laughs> so, you know, the middle's you know, like, there's, yeah. only, there's only exciting. one thing to do in situations such as this, and uh, you deserve this. Oh, 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 no. Oh, I. I've been sprayed. I didn't even say anything inappropriate yet. Yes, you, you did. How, so many things <laughs> how that are inappropriate. How dare you? How dare you talk about the Stratocaster and Stevie Ray Vaughan with those words, sir? I actually want to I want to backpedal a little bit on Stevie. I do like Stevie. It's just not something I'm going to pull up on a regular basis. It's just I not. get it. I mean, there's yeah. songs like that, that uh, you know, basically everything in Doom. That yeah. I feel that way. Well, the thing about Doom is uh, I also feel that same way. I can only listen to it for a couple minutes because they play the same chord over and over and over and over again. But I love the tones. So I respect it. I just, uh, you know, I don't want to date it. I, I don't really, I don't really, despite my reputation, I don't really listen to a lot of Doom. I like really? it. Really? See, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's fun. I'll like go check out, like I'll listen to a sleep record occasionally, but like it's not something I pull up. I, my aggressive rock stuff is more, in like the metalcore area, like it's more in that ballpark, kill switch engage type of thing. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I like them, but again, not much chicken picking going on with that stuff. So no, no don't well, don't usually have that in my Spotify lists. No, no, it's it's fair. It's fair. No, I do like Stevie. I'm being a little bit harsher than I actually feel, but it's just it's definitely not something I go out of my way to listen to. It's when it pops up, I'm like, oh yeah, this jams. But I don't go out of my way for it. Like well, what they say, if the houses are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> and I, I heard that song too many times growing up. You're so, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't go in. I don't come on in. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I'm not coming in. Sorry. <laughs> not coming in. Oh, my God. My phone is ringing off the hook today. I don't know, like, if 
what happened, but apparently everything is blowing up and everyone's calling me. Can I can I call you? I would call him immediately if I were you, Blake. He okay, doesn't have anything coming right doors. <laughs> Try and jam the line. Uh, I had a bit of a strap moment myself the other day. Um, now, obviously, I'm sorry, that sucks. Uh, no, it did not suck. Um, and obviously, we this is our New Year's episode, so Happy New Year. But we're recording this just before Christmas. I'm just going to let we're recording know. this in June of 2022. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hold on. Oh, oh, he, oh wait, he hold on. I got well. an important call. I got to take this call. Yeah, this is Brian speaking. Hey, Brian, hey, Brian this Brian. is Blake. How you Wait, doing? I'm on a I'm on a podcast with you. Why are you calling me? You know, I yeah, don't know I don't to be perfectly know, honest. Dumb asses. Right in front of me, listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so strange. It's like this is the it's most almost like I'm traveling in time done. just a little bit because like there's a slight delay. I gotta turn, I gotta my, turn speaker my speaker on because, because like the it's like not nearly as much of a delay as should be. There. So much. Oh wow, this is fascinating. I know. I mean, this is control. We should have it. Let's have a group call, Richard. Let's get on a group call. Yeah, let's all get on a group call right now. I refuse. Come on, I just Richard. Refuse. Come on. Do it. Pair of weirdos. You won't do it. You won't do it. You're not man enough to do it. I, I won't do it because I'm not wasting anybody else's time with this foolish audio charade. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use the restroom. The restroom uh, I'll just stay, I'll on, the stay phone, on the phone. You guys, you guys follow me. Okay? That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, so I'll sorry hang for up. what you just heard. I really do apologize, listeners. They are a pair of utter buffoons. I don't. I don't apologize. You tuned. You're the one that turned on this episode. I didn't make you do it. You did it on your <laughs> I'll own. I'll turn free you will. on, boy. Oh wait. You know what? You, uh, whoa. Whoa. Careful. careful is, that that a, is that a sprayable offense? I'm not sure. <laughs> I heard you. Millions of others did too. Um, uh, what were well, we talking first of all, about? How, the we- how is the weather doing over there? I'll get onto my strat story later because it needs to be at the right time because there's a little bit of a sad okay. bit to it. Okay. But, okay. Uh, okay. I'm I'm going to ask you first, Bry. How is the weather where you are? Because we've just gone from an incredibly cold snap to like a warm snap. Like I've gone from thermal vests and my Greg Cock hat to. T-shirts that say David Gilmore and very little else. How's the weather looking for you guys? At the <laughs> very little. You know, every time I listen to my favorite podcast, especially when they gear related, I'm like, I hope they talk about the weather today. I hope they do. I well, hope they know. do. Well, no, there I is mean, a. I mean, there it's, is a. Myth it's going to get super madness. cold. It's it's nice here, but on on the 23rd of December, it's going to get really cold. I, I take on the 23rd of December. It got really cold. Yeah, there we go. Thank there we you. go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, have you got supplies? Yeah, oh, we got all kinds of supplies. We're down the bunker. Got the <laughs> got the uh, Cheetos. <laughs> got the Doritos. We got all the Eatos type of chips. You know? <laughs> the standard ketchup, American right? diet. You're loaded on ketchup. Hey, ketchup. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. we're good to go, Bubba and A.W. Bear. Is there a difference Bush. between ketchup and catsup? No. Well, why do you call it different? catsup? I I have I no know. idea. It's all okay. the same. All right, good. I don't know. Uh, the I reason I ask about ketchup. the um the supplies, Bry, is I is got it? a surprise package this uh, last year from uh, our good friend Adam, and uh, it consisted of. About 400 moon pies and a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce. So I That sounds think, like a country song. 
<laughs> I mean, I think I'm ready to survive a, an awesome T-shirt as well. I'm ready to survive any winter that's thrown at me with those moon pies. These are doubles <laughs> moon pies. And I've got to say, if this passes for a snack in America, I now understand Americans a little bit better. This is huge and dry and delicious and addictive. What's going on? We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Well, I mean, we do put cocaine in our moon pies over here. That's right. So yeah. there's that. Like pure oh, Colombian oh. snow. <laughs> it's like for That's British listeners. That's got to get them addicted somehow. You know. It's kind of like getting four wagon wheels and slamming them together. That's what it tastes like. It's it's quite the uh, sensation. So thanks for that. Uh, but the yeah, Chick-fil-A good. sauce, I had nothing but grilled chicken in breadcrumb and oh, it's Chick-fil-A magic. sauce for like three days after it that. It is arrived. magic, that Chick-fil-A you know. sauce. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, so it's, it's, it's a little sweet so for me. A little, a little sweet? Yeah, it's a little sweet. A little sugary. Hmm. Hmm. Not bad, but you're, it doesn't drive me wild like You're like people. 0 for 3 today, Blake. Just, yeah. I mean, you know me. I don't like this. I don't like the sweets. I, I Give me I that high say saturated. He disagrees with it. We might need to start putting out applications for a new third member of the, of the Chasing Tone. <laughs> podcast this keeps excuse going me on. a what a new third person don't say it oh okay person all right <laughs> we uh, can do it with ai there. we don't need an actual person we can just replace you know blake with that's, ai that's a good idea I'm just and gonna, that's an entertaining way I'm of type spending in, the next 20 minutes on this podcast gpt ai type blake me, <laughs> type me a podcast script with a man named blake you know what that wouldn't work because ai is artificially intelligent, and I am organically stupid. So that will not work. I think the title mm. of this episode shall now be I Am Organically Stupid. <laughs> I think that's just been decided there, Blake. Um, but you have got the necessary supplies to weather this storm coming, Bri. I do worry about you and the goats. Well, no, apparently uh, he doesn't because you got sent all the moon pies, so he's not going to make it. I get sent all the moon pies. Mm-hmm. They're very, very odd. I really like them, but at the same time, I know I shouldn't. That's what's really... It's like, really, I feel really guilty eating one. Like, the first one, I could only eat, like, maybe a half. But by the second attempt, I'd eaten a whole one. Brian's just seen something funny. So I, I literally had it start typing out a script for this podcast, and it started talking about Blake and his love for tube screamers. <laughs> no, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, it's listening. It's almost like he's in the room. What does it say? Uh, well, it, it networked her out because... Oh, you know, wah, wah, wah. Because yeah. of the incoming storm, which is why I asked. See? Method to my madness. Um... Not oncoming storm, great album, or excuse me, great song by the band Unearth. If you're looking to have some angry tunes in your head and lots of shredding, there you go. I'm hmm. I'm always up for a, a lots of shredding, not always the angry tunes. Sometimes, good band. Good band. Well, okay. 
Uh, right, I'm going to um, tell you this little story. It's a little bit freaky and it's a little bit sad, but I'm going to say it anyway because we all need a lift right now. <laughs> and then a lift downwards is a lift. No, um, <clears throat> so we just... Um, I was just playing guitar the other day and I chose a song to play, uh, which was uh, a song called Gangsters by The Specials. And it's the first time I... Cause, like, I've got a random music selection that comes on uh, and... Like, if I want to play along with it, I will, or I'll just skip forward, whatever. Anyhow, first time I played it for about six months, I was playing it, and I was thinking to myself, you know what this would sound really good on? That 1963 Strat that I've got underneath my desk on loan. You still have that? Permanently. Permanently on loan. Let's forget about it. Uh, Anyway, I went away. Half an hour later, I discovered that the lead singer of the band whose song I'd just played died... But he was also aged 63, just like the number 63 in the guitar. Now, that is a bit of a freaky coincidence, don't you think? And I played it better. I played it better that night than I'd ever played it. I literally, every single note just fell into place. It's not a really difficult song to play by any means, but it requires a little bit of effort. And I was like, hmm, that came out really good. And within half an hour, I found out he was dead. And I was really sad because he was an absolute legend. Maybe he was um, reincarnated into you a little bit, uh, you know, some sort of other dimensionary type of thing. I would love to think so. I just think it's a complete set of circumstances, and I, my brain is making making the sad news seem special to me because I'm very sad about it. But seems we, like, do you? we need sad background music here. I don't have. Oh, any sad I don't think you should. Here. I don't think you should sully it with your uh, attempts at background music, <clears throat> Brian. It'll just be country. The special is very bad. Oh, I get it. Oh. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I feel so much better. Thanks, Bri. You've really cheered me up. That really (laughs) made me happy with those. I'm just now going to go and jump off Portland Bridge. Um, (laughs) I don't even know whether there is a bridge in Portland. That's a great song by Blake. Uh, Blake It is. Um, So, yeah, the specials were uh, like the uh, originators, pretty much, of two tone scar in the late 70s, early 80s. Really great band. Really, really, yeah, but what I don't get, you see, see, for me, that's what scar is. But like, I see a lot of people joking about scar music on guitar forums. I'm like, was there some kind of really annoying, stupid American scar that came out that I'm unaware of? Because UK scar and the UK scar scene of the late 70s, early 80s was brilliant. You did you somehow miss the whole like 90s? Basically. I mean, we both know that I got into the, um, let's just say, the uh, energetic dancing scene back then. So, yeah, I kind of missed some, <laughs> I would say some no, forms. No Doubt was probably the biggest Ska-influenced mm-hmm. band, I suppose. No Doubt counts as Ska, does it? I mean, Their well, first I mean, record, for sure. Yeah, the, Their first record definitely does. They were primarily a Ska, record, ska band saw, until they kind of got, you know, started doing... I only stuff. know that one song. Which one? The, uh, don't speak. Is that no doubt? That is, but that's not very Scottish. No, that's not no, exactly. The first I'm like, why are you calling them Scar? They're like Mighty Mighty oh. Boss Tones. Yeah, real I've big heard fish. Of them. Is that real big fish? Yeah, yeah. N- n- I've heard of them. I've never heard them. It's just it got really, really popular in the. Oh, what do you say? Late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it just kind of. To Americans, it kind of came out of nowhere to your mainstream audiences. Okay, and 
and like the whole look and the feel of everything is all, you know, coming out of the grunge era and then having ska, you know, come right after that. It's such a different feel and attitude. It's so right. light and bouncy and fun, you know, in comparison to Nirvana that I think, you know, <laughs> the common meme I see is ska is what plays in a 13-year-old boy's head whenever a mozzarella sticks are brought out. And I think that's <laughs> that's a fairly accurate statement because it's like, what, what's happier than that, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> British ska wasn't that happy. We did, I mean, Terry Hall could the easily be great. Robert Smith from The Cure's, like, cousin. He, he's got that kind of British look, that British sound, and also... All of his lyrics are penned with like a little bit of... I mean, like one of their most famous songs is um, Too Much Too Young, which is just a brilliant take on... Oh, I love that song by Garth Brooks, To Feel This Damn oh Old, right? God. Oh, my God. <laughs> too Much Too Young to Feel This Damn Old? No, That's, that's not no. the song you're talking about? Oh. Good, good friend, the lyrics Chris, uh... go, Bright. You've done too much, much too young. You're married with a child when you should be having fun. Now, that resonates with every father of... <laughs> Of teenage girls, so I'm just going to leave that right there. Um, and uh, actually, it's not. It's this old highway's getting longer. Seems there ain't no end in sight. To sleep no, would be best, but no, I just can't afford no, to rest. No. I've got a ride in Denver tomorrow night. That's how the song goes. I think all the cards are on the table, with no waste left in the hole. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's another music to the littlest hobo. Huh? Huh? Don't you remember that show? Oh, no, maybe not. Um, what? Are you talking about, like, my neighborhood again? Because there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you the other thing. For me, growing up half Asian, half white, half English, um, the special Wait, you were, can't be to it. You can't be a person and a half. I, I'm a person. I, <laughs> mate, I definitely... You should see the size of my trousers. I'm definitely a person <laughs> and a half. There's no doubt there. Uh, maybe two. Uh, but growing up, mixed race, the specials, you know, two-tone music, which preached anti-racism, inclusivity, fairness for all, just spoke to me so much. But also, they came from the Midlands, which is where I came. They come from Coventry. I used to live in Daventry, which was right next to Coventry. And, and my mum used to go out at the Locarno Club, which is dropped in a couple of their songs. So for me, they just were a brilliant and, and a huge loss to music. I mean, we saw them live in 2019. Leela um, met one of the uh, guitar players and we got a photo and it was awesome. So I am personally gutted. But I tell you what, he was a fantastic writer. Really, really good musician. So anyway, there's my obituary for Terry. So sorry. Well, that needed me. to happen. Thank you for thank you for those nice words. Because I also, the specials are, as much as American ska, I think it's technically third wave if I'm... Not probably right because yeah. the scar of the seventies and eighties was probably second wave. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So I think that's third wave. And as much as people kind of, it's like a it's like a joke, but also not. If that, it's hard to explain. Um, but the specials are like the, like the the thinking person ska band over here. If that makes any sense, they're like the ska band for people who really like music. If that right. if that. At least all that's great musicians my perception as well. Of it. Uh, yeah. Absolutely fantastic music, brilliant songs. All right, Brian, you can wake up again now. Let's reboot the Brian. Quick, initiate bootstrap procedure. <laughs> Come on, Brian, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <sighs> Warm, warming coffee. Oh, man. This is a nice little nap I had. 
<laughs> Did I miss anything? And then uh, uh, in the 2010s, we had the fourth wave ska hit uh, with bands like Streetlight Manifesto, which are actually a genuinely fantastic band. You should check them out. I, I will check them out. I mean, I, I discovered a new band today that I think you'd probably like, uh, Blake. Are you familiar with The Beths? Hmm, no. See, I wasn't either, but uh, their guitar player, I think his name is Jonathan Pierce, was on a uh, Earthquaker video showing off how he uses his Earthquaker pedals. But he's also got a couple of Wampler pedals on his uh, on his board. And I like him. He's such I, such a great, great player and guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's a really good he's, dude. Yeah. Uh, he actually is. He's a really good player and makes some great noises. But yeah, there's and, a new band for me. he has fine taste in guitar gear. Very good taste mm-hmm. in guitar gear. Um, so he's probably not playing a Strat then. He actually was not. Dang it! You know what? <laughs> that joke didn't land. From now on. Blast. Oh, 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 Jesus! And and speaking of Fender, did you see that uh, there's a new affordable Japanese series called the Elemental series? Bright. I mean, that almost oh, sounds like a brilliant name for a budget series of pedals. Right. Mm. That sounds like really familiar. Yeah, almost like mm. one of the ones that we didn't go with because everyone else did. Hmm. 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 Interesting. But I like the look it, of them. Is there a link link to that, or are you just saying it out of the top of your head? Yeah, oh, there it is. Just, it's, I, there's a link to it in the document. There is. I am. Yes. I I glossed over it. Ooh, well, you shouldn't oh, because you're I, gonna love these. You knew. Oh wait. Hey, there's a strat I like. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Now it looks we're like talking. a Telecaster. Uh, with, a, with a whammy. Handle. Well, no, the the is that the, the technical term? Whammy strat, handle. Whammy handle. <laughs> I like all of these actually quite a bit. I that strat, stratish. Stra, you knew, you know me so well. This is a this is a great. I love Fender Japan. I love the old Japanese Fenders and all of the new Japanese Fenders I've played have been really great too. And these look phenomenal. Every last that Jazzmaster dude. That Jazzmaster says actually says. Blake Wyland across the fretboard. It, it you know what it does? How do they do that? Yeah. Hmm. It's Morse code. Oh, it'd be great though. Guitar.com, I love you. You've even wrote articles about me before, but um, I can't see the picture because there's an eBay Motors ad over the top of it. There oh, we go. you and your silly transatlantic websites. Did, did they publish the one about you burning up that pedal? Uh, that, <laughs> I kind of, no, that was Guitar World. Out of okay. all of the fun things I've gotten to do, you know, I've gotten to do some really cool interviews with some pretty popular artists. Uh, you know, Brian and I were in a movie once. The thing the Guitar World publishes about Debbie me is the time Dallas I Lee. light a pedal on fire. Debbie does that. Da- what are you, 103? <laughs> Jeez, Papa. Debbie, Debbie does Dallas. That what movie y'all were in? <laughs> that, that the one there, fellas? Ugh. I'm just permanently stuck in the 1980s, Brian. I'm sorry. My sense Isn't of humor that is that of a, a, of a... That's 40 years ago. Have you seen is? the internet yet? Have you, did you know that there's other things on the internet besides that's that? That's longer ago than I've been alive. Well, yeah, but that's not saying much. Mm-hmm. I've got t-shirts with stains that are older than you, Blake. <laughs> that's, that's not... It's not a good thing. Oh, yeah. That's not, sure. that's not something you should say talk that about on a widely oh, circulated wait. guitar podcast. Um, <laughs> Can I just but, say that this yeah. year we're, we are determined to become like 
not just the best guitar podcast, the best podcast in the world. And uh, we're probably going to run a poll and maybe Elon Musk might run us. That mm. Oh, great. Yeah. That seems like that's a great method. For yes. Um, he, he is an interesting fellow. And by interesting, I mean really annoying. Um, yeah, I like these elemental guitars a lot. I like these I'm a lot. thinking I, about I, I, the um, telly. Oh. I like yeah, see, uh, not doing much for me. What? Why? Um, I just uh, if I buy a Strat, I want it to be a Strat, not two humbuckers. Why not? Just, just, Why just, wouldn't uh, you want to make a Strat into something actually? I want usable? two humbuckers. I'm going with the Les Paul. Well, that's fair. I've, I mean, I, Tele Deluxes are okay. I don't like the I don't like the pickguard on that one at all. Most Tele Deluxes, I don't like the pickguards on those either. The, the, I will say that um, the pickguard is a challenging shape. I mean, I would probably just remove the pit guard on this guitar. I think that's a challenging looking pit guard. And then you it's probably kinda, lost. It's kind of weird, but I'm kind of into it. I think the Jazzmaster one works. I would call best. it a semi horn. A Jazzmaster one looks good. I, like, yeah, I do like that's that the one. one, one out, out of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like they, that they're not giving black. you the semi horn then, Bri. That's what you're no, telling me. No, I kind of like that off black, though, of that Jazzmaster. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it looks like it's yeah. a satin. Are these all yeah. satin? Richard? I think they're all satin. Yeah. You know, I'm down for that. You love a bit cool of satin. Too. I love the matching headstocks on all of them. That's really cool too. See, so that's one thing I never really. I know other people are, you know, kind of insistent on that or hate that. And to me, like it just doesn't matter. I never even think about it. I just never sometimes do. it does look good to me, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, it's very much dependent upon how I feel that day. I'll tell you what looks great, though, and no one, you guys aren't seeing this, but there's an ad for a Michael Kelly Guitar Company right oh, next I have to that. it. No, I have that, yeah. Oh, it's a gorgeous Telecaster in this ad. Oh, my, it's like flamed, I don't know, I guess, I'm assuming maple or something, but top. But those man. are See, those kind of guitars, when they're oh, flamed like that, nice. I, I, I'm very hit or miss. Most of the wanna... time, I'm like, uh, flame's not for me, but then once in a while I see one, that one looks really good, is, for example. Yeah. Mm. Is it weird that like I want to click on the ad, but I know it's going to cost him money, and so I don't want to click on the ad because I know I do I'm that. not going to I buy do it? that all the time. I'll, Quite if weird, I really yeah. want to look at it, I'll, go, I'll go Google uh, it yeah. and scroll past the ad so I don't cost the person money if I yeah. don't have to. Right, let me yeah. introduce you to a phrase that I like to think of when those thoughts try and invade my small mental space. Time is money, gentlemen. I'll click on the ad if I want to get there quicker. Sometimes, though, Have I you, also do it so I don't get more ads. There's, like there's that. that too. That is because true. I, I've made the mistake of clicking on ads before, and then it's like, oh, this guy really, really likes weird shoes. We're going to show him <laughs> all of the weird shoes that exist. Okay, yeah. I just went ahead and bit the bullet and clicked on the ad. And oh, now, sorry, Michael. Oh, these are beautiful. Oh my gosh. Are you browsing the Weird Shoe website again? This is michaelkellyguitars.com. <laughs> oh. And his Telecasters are beautiful. I and tell you, affordable too. 500 I, bucks. The computer's listening. I got an ad for Gwen Stefani, 53, takes off makeup, leaves us with no words. From Finance Wealth Post. What is you she, mean? Is Gwen Stefani from No Doubt? Yes. Ah, yeah. oh, look, I know stuff. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh oh! I had a I had an interesting one. Um, I got Don't sent speak. a little. I know what uh, you're thinking. 
<laughs> Even I got that reference this time, Bri. Um, yeah, no, I got sent uh, a couple of these stomp traps by um, a company called Stomp Trap that makes stomp traps, which basically <laughs> Wait, do so, ex- so, like in the world of stomp traps, that's they're number what they one, one hundred percent. They are number gotcha. one. Okay. These are sort of like metal, <clears throat> very rigid but slightly flexible brackets that you attach to your pedal board, uh, allowing you to put pedals in and out without having to pull off vast amounts of Velcro each time, or even mm-hmm. put Velcro on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got them in two sizes. I got a regular pedal size, and I got the small box. Is that 1590, mm-hmm. the small box? I forget, Bri. Uh, see, we make our own boxes. I th- uh, I think the 1590 is the small one, isn't it? Well, there's a 1590A so. and there's a 1590BB and there's a... There's the BB's a, the double size, I think, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I forget. I mean... I, I'm terrible at remembering that. I think 1590B yeah, is the quote-unquote, like, standard-ish yeah. pedal okay. size. Well, I got, I got the standard size and the mini size. This is a really neat idea if, like me, you swap pedals a lot on your board. Um, it is a very good idea for someone who demos pedals or for someone who's in more than one band and like goes to one band and is like, right, I need to sound like this. And then, oh, I'm in another band. I need to sound like that. Uh, they also come with different attachment options. So like a sort of back screw, but mine didn't ship with those. Mine shipped with Velcro. And I have to say that I asked myself, (laughs) I'm not Velcroing a piece of metal on to save me using a piece of Velcro. That did not seem <laughs> like a design fix. But if you had the little back plates, or you, you could also screw these into your pedal board because it's designed to work with any pedal board. This is a really neat idea for someone who demos pedals. For someone who's building their own pedal, uh, pedal board, sorry, uh, maybe, maybe this is a really, really uh, good product. I need to get myself uh, a board full of them. It's incredibly well made. Uh, really high quality, amazing website. The guys are web designers, I think, who mm. who set this up, and they've got a really nice site. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good product. So go st- check out. Um, and I'm not being paid for this sponsorship. I just warn you, uh, I'm just a, an idiot. But uh, I think it's stompcat.com. <laughs> what an endorsement! You know what I like to do? I like to I like to just drill a couple holes in the corners, yeah. like all the way through into my pedal train. And then I just take big, long lag screws and just, <laughs> just screw them down to the board. Have you, you know? guys seen the... Sometimes uh, the circuit doesn't work after that, but hey, <laughs> you know, it looks cool. You could light it on fire and see how it works after that. That's true. Or run over it. Well, you could throw or it out your window of your moving car. putting 18 volts into a tumnus. That's right. You could, <laughs> you could also And then fusing that. it to your board. Um Speaking of no, screws really, into pedals, oh, go ahead, Richard. Finish really finish high quality, but yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, Brian. I like to use rubber bands to tie my pedals to my pedal. Mm-hmm. I, I just use rope, like you know, cowboy rope. <laughs> just tie it on there, real good, like you know, mm-hmm. right around the switch. <laughs> right so around move. the switch. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so we do Brian, have to come. I don't know come, if you've. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I need to ask Brian this question because I was sure. very surprised okay. by this, but you've taken apart. Possibly thousands of pedals, and tons, I've taken tons, apart tons, tons, yep. maybe twenty. So, okay. um, I took apart I've twenty nev- last week. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I've never seen this done before. I was kind of, except in higher end pedals, mm-hmm. uh, more like hand wired, point to point type stuff. I've seen some of this done, but the Behringer 
that SF300. Yep. The I think the reason it survived a lot of the abuse for so long is they actually screw the board to the bottom plate. And un, instead of the whole thing being plastic, like everyone, including myself, assumed, there's actually a piece of metal in the bottom plate between the two plastic mm-hmm. parts. Because mm-hmm. I took it off like, well, that's kind of heavy. And I put a magnet on it. I was like, oh. Sure enough, there's there's metal in there, but the circuit board itself was actually screwed down with three screws. That's a clever secured. design, though. That that is what helps protect it because that metal isn't going to bend and shatter like plastic would. So the circuit board's protected. Well, it also kept the circuit because, like, all of the pots and the jacks are. It looks like it's just floating in there, and it kind of is because it's all board mounted. I thought, how are they even doing this? It doesn't when I was looking at it from the outside, because this looks like it's just flopping around in there. But it's not. It's actually secured by screws. Have you seen that a lot? Like, boss pedals aren't like that. No. That's, um... I don't think I've seen that. Hmm. Well, I, I was that's making sure... That's a clever sure th- design. I was There's just no making doubt. sure that it wasn't like... I was kind of shocked, and I talked about it in the disassembly video, and I was just like... Maybe this is really common, and I don't know because I haven't taken apart that many. No, pedals. usually, I mean, the potentiometers are PCB mounted, and those are what fasten to the rest of the enclosure, and that's what kind of holds it in place. That's what I've experienced mm. as well. So, I guess, like all that to say is, the Behringer is not as shoddily made as one would imagine for twenty nine bucks. Well, you, you, I think you demonstrated it via the medium of blowtorch pretty effectively, <laughs> but. Uh, that that's pretty good. I mean, obviously, we use small pieces of unicorn fudge to keep our. That's uh, not fudge, circuits. but it looks like it. <laughs> what? Wait a minute! You told me it was. I've been eating it. Oh, I told oh, you not to eat it, not yeah. to eat it. What? I think is- maybe I got my words confused. Maybe I did say, <laughs> "Yeah, don't eat that." Oh. Oh, this explains so much. <laughs> yeah, it it's not fudge per se. It's kind of like um, it's a unicorn, so it's like sort of a horse apple. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what? This feels a little bit like um, kind of Formula One engineering's development, like going from the all kind of steel cage of the original race cars to the kind of monocoque chassis and the, the kind of lighter weight body with you know the really cleverly designed stuff this is clever design because they're right if you put a solid metal plate in the base of it you've got a lot of the protection that having it in a steel case gives you from you know anything other than direct impact of the case that's I w- actually a I really will clever say design i was and it might give you some rf shielding as well in all well, of the tests though i will say where i was not impressed was when I stomped it and it snapped in half, I didn't step on it that hard. Like okay, it was that hard. Would piss me off. It was well, hard, but I've I've definitely been like really into a song and jamming, and I've definitely stomped on pedals that hard before, and I've never had one break. That was a, I stomped on. I, you hear it in the video. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen. I definitely like gave it some, but it, it, at my shoes, I've got these big squishy soles on them. Like it should have survived that. In he was my wearing his uh, Scar-themed weird shoes he'd bought off the internet. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. I, so it's one of the reasons One of the reasons I was drawn to kind of boutique pedals in the first place uh, and initially drawn to electro-harmonics gear is one of the budget pedal lines I played with. I can't remember what it was. It definitely wasn't Aerion or anything like that. But in the 80s, I had a pedal and it was plastic. Uh, maybe it was the early 90s. 
And I broke that pedal. I literally put the foot switch through the enclosure because it was fragile. And from mm-hmm. that day on, I've always wanted metal pedals. Um, but it yeah, is the way. It is the way. Like, but I was just saying, for twenty nine bucks, it's better than people expect. So, but it should still be able I to mean, be stepped that on money, because I, that's I what would it is. buy it and rehouse it. I, I think that's a nice little project for somebody. Yeah, it wouldn't be that difficult. All right, Brian's, Brian's going to rehouse a bunch thought. of Behringers for our yeah. listeners. That's what he's going to do. No, like, I don't uh, see me doing I take, that. I, don't, I take 20 I mean, apart a day. Uh, that's almost enough money to power my fund for a, a Brad Mason Telecaster. Brad how many Mason. How many Behringer rehouses would you have to do to buy a $475,000 Dumble? About 650000 <laughs> See, what, how much does a rehouse go for? What's what's the going price on a rehouse these days? I think it varies based on. I don't even know anyone doing it, to be honest. I know people doing it. Let's make it easy. 100 bucks. 100 bucks? So that's not a problem. We only need 4,700 Behringer pedals to rehouse. We could do that. It's a month worth worth of work. We buy a dumble. You were just telling me you. you, I just assembled 20 pedals yesterday. So, like. (laughs) <laughs> I think and wait a minute this. don't you have like about 15 or 16 children of your own to play with you should use them as a team mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my children are now old enough that they, lo- they know that they don't have to do that anymore <laughs> I don't even live at your house I don't have to work for you what are you talking about <laughs> I haven't lived at your house for 7 years what are you right. talking about dad get, get on over here help me disassemble these super fuzzes we got the Behringers to red house over here fellas yeah, yeah. what so are we going to do with all the amazed him <laughs> what are we going to do with all the extra cases once we rehouse them though that's the real question sell them we're going to flip them no um, um, I reverb, reckon they make good fuel I saw how much it took for you to burn one, so I think we should turn them into new fuel. Mm. Solve two problems in one. Heat your house and get great tone. <laughs> I'm sure those fumes were great for me. I'm mm, sure they yeah, were wonderful. I'm sure it's yeah. not a problem with that at all. No, well, I, just... I'm not, I wasn't going to say anything, but your other eyes started to look in the right direction again, Blake. So obviously you did something good. <laughs> no, it went the wrong way, actually. I can't see anything. You mean it, <laughs> it, it, sw- it swiveled 360? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, why do I why do I find it so funny to mock your affliction? I shouldn't really. I don't know. But, I'm going to cry about it later, though. But can you, <laughs> out of both eyes? Yeah. <laughs> More out of the bad one because it's very sensitive. So jumping back uh, a little bit, four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars for that dumb lamp. How, it, that seems like the prices have raised quite a bit because weren't they going for like a hundred, hundred fifty or so not too long ago? Last time yeah. I checked, they were like a hundred and sixty something. So like for that. what it's worth, this is listed for that. Okay, it says right. it's predicted to sell soon on Reverb because only one is available <laughs> and one other person has it in their cart. But I don't oh, know about that. What does this guy say here? Four hundred seventy-five thousand pounds. We'll swap. For two JHS germanium boosts. Right. Me thinks this guy is asking yeah. too much for a humble amplifier. It, but you know, is maybe double oh, amps was, are the new Bitcoin though. It was you this know? is interesting. This was built in the late nineties for Blackbird Studios in Nashville. Blackbird is an incredible yeah. Nashville studio. Like mm. amazing. Yep. I really want to go there sometime. Um but even so, it's an amplifier. It's not a house. You can't live in it. 
You'd have Watch to me. try to. I'm small. Money. I'll crawl up in there and stay warm with those tubes. Well, I mean, seems like music gear, even more so lately, are just becoming things for people to invest in. Yeah. <clears throat> the difference between this and Bitcoin, though, Bri, is one, this is useful and makes beautiful sounds, whereas Bitcoin is useless and just makes idiots talk a lot. <laughs> and two, in, I have On this invested- very podcast, actually. I haven't invested a load of money in Dumble Amps and then lost it straight away whilst you laughed at me. So <laughs> there's two real differences right there. Maybe this is a Bitcoin very should clean... be based on Dumbles. You know? <clears throat> the price of Dumbles dictates the price. Instead of basing it on the US dollar, it's based it, on Dumble. Based on Dumble Amps. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing is really clean. You Call can it tell... Dumbcoin. Fine, I'm done talking about the Dumbles. No, no, everyone wants to talk about Bitcoin. Do we want to talk about Bitcoin or we want to talk about Dumbles? What are we going to talk about? Uh, I'm saying we could call it Dumbcoin. You know? <laughs> oh, Dumbcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbcoin. You could Bitcoin. even spell it. Yeah. Bitcoin based off Dumble, off the value of Dumble. You know? It fluctuates. So mm-hmm. what the move is then is you do buy this Dumble, right? You create Dumbcoin and then you just Sell keep bits re- and pieces. Keep relisting on on Reverb for higher and higher prices, thus elevating the price of the coin. Boom! Instant success. <laughs> so hold on. <clears throat> what you're saying is we need a scheme that's kind of shaped a bit like a three dimensional triangle. Uh, no, where that's we different. Have lots of people at the bottom who buy, say, I don't know, five dollar pictures that were really badly photoshopped. Oh, hey, why $5? Let's make them $99. Let's say that we make a load of trading cards that are $99, where we get like, I don't know, the Walmart catalog, uh, a stock art library, and just swap out the heads for pictures of a Dumble amp, and we can call that dumb coin NFT, just dumb NFTs. Dumb Mm -hmm. NFTs. Hmm, I Mm -hmm. think that works. Yeah. DTs, dumb NFTs. Are, yeah. you, are you saying uh-huh. I shouldn't have bought those NFTs yesterday? Because I bought a bunch of them. This is a picture of a monkey. <laughs> I had like, you know, I had to get rid of some money for tax season, right? Well, and, you, you, well that's because I told you the price was going to go up <laughs> on those pictures of those monkeys that I generated. I mean, can, can anybody explain why people are giving good money over for 400 monkey pixels? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm still looking guess, at this dumbbell, to be honest. It's going to be uh, worth something more later, right? And I will talk about the source of the trading cart gags. Can, can we go back to the uh, the dumbbell for a minute? I, I want to sure. make some points about this. So okay. I got to be totally like, I'm sorry, dealer, if you're listening to this. I have to point this out. It's... The Dumble Overdrive Special Special Amplifier, or excuse me, Dumble Overdrive Special Amplifier Head, EVM 12L Cab, uh, 412 Cab, and 80s Dumbleator with Flight Case. They don't have all this in the photos. They have a lot of it, but they don't have the cabs in the photos. There's no photos of the cab at all, and they're selling the cab. If you're selling something for almost $500,000, wouldn't you include all yeah, of the photos I, 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 of the thing? I'm going to say, if you list something for, you know, 408,000 pounds, eight photos seems a little bit stingy. I might have actually, like, probably flown in, I don't know, maybe Guillermo de Toro to film an (laughs) advert for me or 
perhaps I would have got Hans Zimmer to write me some music because <laughs> you've got the budget here, dude. You know, I'm just you saying really I've have. seen rentals for studio apartments with more photos than this listing. Like, yeah, this is kind of kind of weird. I've seen, yeah, it's like there's more photos on like a you know one of those Behringer pedals you're talking about than this. You know, yeah. They, I mean, there probably is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I, I look. I understand the value of anything is determined by what people are willing to pay for it. But come on, Whoa, guys. Whoa, this was listed five years ago. Oh yeah, so it's probably not going to sell. Well, no, I don't it's think pre- it's... but it's predicted to sell soon. Though. <laughs> yeah, it hold is. on, it's mint it's got, though. It, it is has seventy two thousand one hundred and fifty one views, f- uh, five hundred twenty one offer or watchers, and eleven offers listed five years ago. Wow, that's old. Maybe they don't actually want to sell it. Maybe that's what's really going no, on. I just noticed that the boss of Two Notes has done an interview on Reverb. Published in 2017. That's why I hate Reverb. Why is it serving me links from 2017 under the headline of news? That's not news, that's olds. (laughs) Olds. Our new blog series where we republish old content. That's terrible. (laughs) Some people talk about the news, we talk about the olds. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm sorry. I can't see any reason to ever pay. I'm going to put an arbitrary figure there, a, a figure that is enough to make a rich person go, yeah, I have spent enough money to feel good about myself. No amplifier that consists of a standard amplifier head with no more than six tubes in it is worth more than £10,000 ever. Come fight mm-hmm. me, bro. Well, I mean, I think it just depends on what other people are willing to pay for it. What if it was David Gilmore's are, amp? Uh, I, no, I wouldn't pay. Again, I okay, signed or like memorabilia has an infinite price. Clearly, yeah, Brian's or, or owned even. I mean, what Brian was it? Cobain's DS One was yeah, seventy five grand or something. Brian signed Willie What's His Name banjo skin. That's worth at least uh, seven hundred and fifty pennies. <laughs> That's sure. it. We're coming. We're coming over there. This is going to get ugly. All right, strap boy. I'm ready to take you on. <laughs> strap boy. Now that you've gone too far. <laughs> strap boy and Willie Watts, his name. Come on, bring it over. Bring it across really the pond. <laughs> Speaking of across the pond, I'm going to a British pub, a uh, British style pub uh, on Christmas Eve. And it's okay, very good. Well, I can you tell you. You went there on Christmas Eve, is what you mean. Oh, I went there. Yes, yeah. I went there, and it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you ate the pub. I mean, that's the that's your first mistake. Uh, I'm conscious of time, but I'm just going to point out a few things that must have been present for that to have been a real British pub on Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, one, were there slightly overweight ladies dancing on top of tables? I Two, about guarantee you that there will be. I mean, was. Was there a fight over whether Manchester United or Manchester City were the worst team in the world? Uh, Three, when you went to use the gentleman's facilities, did you find the floor covered in about one foot of assorted male urine and other sticky substances? Uh, Six inches. That's not the regulation one foot that a British public house would meet. <laughs> okay. Um, was it strangely cold, but everyone in there was sweating and had red faces? Yes. Okay. I think you visited the Slaughtered Lamb, which is the pub from uh, American Wealth in London, and you don't want to make anyone miss when they're playing darts. Um, 
What was the pub called? The Horse Brass Pub. I mean, that's not an English name for a pub. It, well, it, it would be called the Horse's Bollocks it, if it was an English pub. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have no idea where the name came from. I'm kind of curious about it. Uh, sorry, the Horse Brass? Mm-hmm. Horse Brasses are... Um, they're like things that you used to hang off shire horses to decorate them. They're like okay. a leather sort of saddle with brass ornaments that um, grandparents in the 1970s would hang up amongst their, uh, on their fireplace. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So there, right. there is a bit of tradition to it. What colour was the wallpaper in there? Was it nicotine? <laughs> <laughs> I think originally it was green, but it is now nicotine stained because we can't smoke in bars here anymore. No, same over here. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a man in the corner just laughing at uh, a mirror? That was me. Oh, okay. It yeah. sounds authentic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you ask to eat something and they offered you the uh, choice of either a, a vegetarian cheese sandwich with ham in it or a vegetarian cheese sandwich without ham in it? <laughs> no, they actually have really good food. It's definitely so, not an English It's not, not authentic. No. <laughs> the fish no. and chips are incredible, and they've got uh, ooh, some delicious scotch eggs they have there. Oh, I love scotch eggs so much. A, a Scot- Brian, have you ever tried a scotch egg? Nope. Have we had this conversation, Blake? Remind me. I think we have, but he should try a scotch egg, because even Brian will like a Brian, scotch egg. Brian, you would like a scotch egg. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like impossible. scotch tape, so probably so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. we, we've definitely had this conversation because I've definitely made the comment about my friend who used to refer to his testicles as scotch. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Spray yes, 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 him, yes, spray yes, him down. Party yes, was, was yes, asking ladies whether they it. wanted to see uh, the scotch that, eggs. That, that, You're not on Patreon. Oh, You're not on. Oh, what? <laughs> no. Um, All right, let's um, do. I need uh, to get out of here, guys, because yeah, I've we, got we need to, to wrap use up. the restroom pretty bad. Yeah. you know, yeah, I so, do too, actually. Um, bye. So let me. Think. No, what I'm done. I, I gotta, bye. I gotta, all right, so Richard's out. Let me thank the executive producers, though, real quick, because you know they're the ones that we love the most. Basically, um, actually, we love all our patrons. Actually, we love all our listeners. Anyways, ignore what I'm saying. Here we go. Uh, Bill Bay's Jake Young from Man the Helm Podcast. Justin Burke. God, he's doing it again. Justin Burke, David Tindall, Night Haas, Dave Trumbetti. He's still doing it. Shannon Weaver and the band Reduced to Rust. Eric Wilson, Vidar Frostad, Michael Freer, Sean Arbo of Gun Street Wiring, Rick Calhoun of Honey Picks, DJ Patty F, Dylan Toxtone, Strand, Kevin Harrington, Barry from Grez Guitars, Felicity who makes the annoying memes. Tom Kelly, Pigsy, Zebo, John O'Neill, Robert Carr, Hunter Hudson, Rob Stokes, Jordan from Poison Noises, The Flying Dutchman, uh, Nick Spano, Six Feet Removed, and the Twang King. The Twang King. Well spaced. Not the Twinking. Oh, he, <laughs> he went there. King. Twain King. Yes. Um, Twain King. King. Yes. yes. Before we go, I just want to say thank you to every single one of you for listening and putting up with our nonsense throughout the year. And there's a load more coming this year. But everyone who sent us messages, gifts, everything, you are all very wonderful people. Gifts? Where do I get it on this? 
GIFs. You know, they're like JPEGs, but they're animated. Yeah. Um, there's like, there's one like with a banana that dances. I got a lot of those. Yeah. I need some more of those. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com and I'll personally get your email. To email Blake, email info at tonemob.com and Richard can be reached at richard at wamplerpedals.com. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is to share this podcast with a friend, leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcasts, and also check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob. Make sure to check out wamplerpedals.com for blogs, videos, and of course, guitar effects. If you'd like to hear the post-podcast conversations and to get even more content, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash chasingtonepodcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.